calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, it's Friday. It is Friday. Yes, by the power of time travel and the internet. Time travel and, and yeah. the days passing. The <laughs> I calendar. expected your intro to be more than just that. I, I, I just like to mix it you. up. It's boring just saying hello, isn't it? Well, okay. But I exp- you could follow on from saying, hello, it's Friday, and this is the IGN UK podcast. Well, there we go. You've done it for me. See? Um, there's a lot going on this week. For one, Joe's in Las Vegas. Yep. He told me he's going to gamble his whole life away. His whole but wife? Life. He hasn't got a wife, <laughs> unless we don't know about well, it. At least it's the whole wife and not just parts of her, because that would be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I told him to put £10 on black for me, but I don't think he will. Hmm. And I'm sure if he did and won, he'd keep it anyway, because that's the kind of guy he is, isn't it? Do you think? I think he's quite an honest person. <laughs> Joe, Joe's a nice guy. Don't, don't bad my off him while he's uh, away. I'm only, I'm only playing... Uh, Before we get into this week's podcast, oh, 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 okay. uh, I was just lurking in the Duck Hunters group. Lurking? I know, I do that. I, I'm a Facebook lurker. Oh. I don't really post very often. And uh, they were talking about the various people on the podcast and their traits. Really? Were they? Uh, oh. I'm not going to go into that. This is Alex, by the way. I'm Simon and oh, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, the reason, if you don't listen to the podcast very often, is because according to this person here... Uh, you guys wheel me out every three months, and then you put me back into cryostasis. So I don't think that's the case. Uh, well, I've not been on the podcast no, this year, because whenever I put my hand up, you say put, no. Put your hands off. That is how it works. I, I, I stand up in the office and say, who wants to do it? And, and then we all put... Going, me, so, me, <laughs> yeah. me, And you just go straight past me yeah. on the next person. Um, I, I just don't enjoy speaking to you. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Well, this person also uh, says... Uh, well, two people oh say Cardi doesn't sleep enough in the week and is always tired when recording. Uh, yeah, but it's only because I'm working so hard. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, this person seems to think that you might be pregnant. <laughs> um, Can you confirm or deny? I, I can't confirm or deny. Oh. Uh, Maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. Do Maybe wanna, I need to get that checked out. Do you need out. to book some, some holiday time. in nine really, months or so? Uh, one's nine months. That, is, that will be around the console, so that'll be good for me. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. yeah. but, but obviously you have to come in with a baby next time we see you. Oh, what, do I have to buy one? <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Can I, can I treat my PS5 as a baby? 
Well, if you push it around in a pan. In a wheelchair. <laughs> just oh, give it some chair. What? <laughs> in a, what's it called? A pram. A push chair a or pram, a pram, yeah. Yes. That's, that's the word. It's a chair with wheels. It is, but they're very different purposes. Mm. <laughs> Do you know who doesn't need wheels? Sonic, because he's fucking fast. <laughs> so, is yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, you've seen the film. I have seen the and film, And it has yeah. Jim Carrey in. It does, and yeah. I, I've, before you go into what you think about mm-hmm. it, I've missed Jim Carrey doing mad stuff. Have I you, like Jim Carrey a lot. Did you watch that featurette on him that came out this week? I didn't where know. He was explaining him becoming Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> Jim it, Carrey being Jim Carrey. It's like, wow. Was he like proper serious or is it tongue in cheek? I can't tell whether <laughs> he really did not want to be there doing that video or whether he was mm. just hamming it up. But like, it's hard it, to know. it was quite a, it's only a minute and a half, but God, it went on for a long time. <laughs> I think he takes his roles very, very seriously, even well, though he's a comic actor. Like, if right. you've seen the Man on the Moon documentary, then that says it all, really. I have not he seen goes, that. He, he should. <laughs> have you seen Man on the Moon? No. Oh, well, both of those are worth watching. Okay, I'll put them on the list. No, I, I watched. <laughs> I'd uh, say Sonic's probably quite different from that, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> Did uh, he go to the moon? No. Spoilers? No. Almost there's no. Album. There are potentially other planets, but I can't really tell the way they're presented. Might be other dimensions, mm. might be other planets. Are there hedgehogs on the moon? I don't know. I've heard there's I cheese suddenly on turned the into moon. an episode of Brass Eye. <laughs> <laughs> For a long time, my daughter honestly thought the, the moon, moon was, was made, made of cheese. cheese because my wife kept on saying it. It's just like, stop saying that because she'll say it in class and then get destroyed. Yeah. Uh, well, the moon, I mean, I guess the moon might be in certain shots. Yeah, there's some nighttime shots, but it's not a key function of Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? Uh, I think it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those where it's difficult for me to get highly infused about. A, I don't really care about Sonic. It was not no. a big deal for my childhood. But the one thing... I think the thing that's most notable about it is it's not a terrible video game movie, but I right. think that's largely because I don't think it's a video game movie. Okay. Not in the same way as sort of like, I guess the most recent example of this would be Assassin's Creed, right? Which, not a great film, but very much functions around the idea of like, it's a man trapped by uh, Abstergo in the Animus trying to find out historical memories and right. sort of like the passing between sort of like past and present. A lot of that is informed by the video games right yeah well sonic's a platformer or at least traditional sonic is yes. mm. and not a particularly narrative heavy one and also never for as far as i know set on earth in an american suburb yeah. see i never really watched there was the whole cartoon series which i know a lot of set on morbius liked. though which I is don't, the planet that's the thing i don't know like i don't know what the story the mm-hmm. setting on your sonic law i don't know my sonic law but I don't know if I'm ashamed of that either. No, that's fair. No, I wouldn't. I'd, again, you don't really need to bring... If, you're, if we're purely talking about the film, you don't need to bring you, that you Sonic can't know, with you. You can't know everything in this no, world. This and I feel like basic Sonic knowledge is disposable, especially when there's things like climate change happening. <laughs> <laughs> I've so never there's my two cents. Speak about <laughs> the climate change But I'm always thinking ever. about Are it. You? That's, that's right. the key. I'm always thinking, will it be cold today? I think when I look across the desks, you're basically going, I wonder what map we're going to play in Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I don't think about Siege that much. I just, I just play. Do you? Uh, right. Think about me as I'm a player and a thinker. Anyway, get back to Sonic. Sonic. So, yeah, all of these things aren't like the moon and not in Sonic. <laughs> no. Um, the golden rings in Sonic. Yes. So, so that's where it's got a few iconography elements to it. So the yes. golden rings are in it. But whereas 
at least as far as I'm aware, in Sonic, golden rings are there to be collected. Mm-hmm. In the film, they're a teleportation device to jump between either planets or dimensions. But I'm not entirely to, clear. Yeah, I'm not very up to speed on Sonic. But yeah. there's two sizes of rings. There's ones that you just run and collect, right, right? and yeah. then there's the bigger rings. That you jump like through at the end of the levels. Sonic's giant ring. Yeah. Ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I, I hadn't really thought of that. But, yeah, I suppose those rings that you do leap through at the end of stages, I yeah. guess that's mm. what they're trying I, to riff on. I did uh, enjoy Not that I enjoyed much from that first trailer they mm. released with the Haunted depiction of sonic yeah but the uh pa- was it paramount logo with the rings yes yeah, yeah. that was a nice touch so yeah yeah and you you know it's got all the the sounds there like the, the yeah. pickup mm. noises there and stuff like that is and gangster's paradise in the no oh. no you do get i can't remember what so you know all clear it's been actually quite a long time since i saw sonic yeah um so i can't remember what the but there definitely is like they do a montage sort of him speeding around to a okay. popular pop song right. Um, but yeah the only time you really see anything that I would say is recognisably Sonic is it's got like a prologue section before the credits really which is Sonic in his home realm planet whatever and it's the Green Hill Zone yeah and that's really nice like that's what I wanted out of the Sonic thing it's it's not it should be it's I don't think it's as I would have liked it to have been much more like an orchestral version of that and you I don't think they go as all in okay. on it as you should do. I think, I do think there's a part of this film that wants to be its own thing. Like right. it wants to be its own Sonic piece rather than constantly riffing on all yeah. the nostalgia. And so you do get like there's a nice bit, and you've seen this in the trailer, like the the Green Hill Zone done in CG, where yeah. he goes around a big loop when he's like that's him as Baby Sonic basically. Right. Um, and then like for reasons he has to leave that area and he ends up in our world right and then jim carrey absolutely hates him yeah for, jim carrey for, hates him <laughs> definitely because jim carrey dr. is obviously dr robotnik dr eggman um and basically when he the tra- the trailer sort of tells you everything you need to know really about this right. film like he turns up when he turns up there's a big electric bang yeah. yeah which means that the grid goes down they pull in dr robotnik who's this incredible scientist to try and figure out what's happened and so basically the plot of super eight well, it's much more like, like, go back to old school sort of, like, you know, early 2000s and late 90s films when you had human with either yeah. cartoon or early CG sidekick. Okay. That's what the film is. Yeah. And that's why, A, it's not terrible because it's actually looking at different genre, like, tropes to work with rather than going, we need it to be a video mm-hmm. game. We need to yeah. try and shoehorn a platformer's... Yeah. narrative into what is not a platformer yeah. so it succeeds on that way but as I say like I was waiting for a lot more Sonic touchstones right. to turn up like Jim Carrey is very good as Robotnik but that's because I think he's doing Jim Carrey from the 90s he's that very yeah. elastic performance and you don't really see a lot of Robotnik with the mad moustache and with the... No, that's right at the end, you, and that's pretty much it. It's right? kind of... I don't want to say where that sort okay. of stuff turns up because mm-hmm. some people may want to some go out and care. watch this film. Yeah. But um, it's it's definitely more of a, like, watching him evolve towards that right? rather than it being sort of like you have him in his normal-looking clothes for five minutes and then he suddenly becomes yeah. mad. Yeah. I would like to know if, how for, how complete the film was before they did the rework like mm. in a month's time if they wanted to make more money just release it with the old looking Sonic and sure. people would be the very cut. intrigued to see that yeah. it's almost like that kind of morbid curiosity people had about cats 
Yeah, yeah. Like, so. Go and yeah. see it. What a mess looks like. Although it sounds like the film overall isn't a mess. It was no, just that no. original design was a mess. Yeah, and it wasn't just the original design was a mess. Like that original trailer was just a terrible trailer. Uh, completely tone deaf, I think, yeah. to what. Like, as I say, it's not. It's not the Sonic film that I thought it would be, but. Yeah. Gangster's Paradise and kind of that trying to make it like like a hip Sonic movie. Yeah. Just no. My also my thought on when you were saying about like how long ago was it that this character got redesigned? Like I think it's been done quite quickly and like we obviously know in compared to all other forms it's been done but he doesn't quite look like he's part of the environments in a lot of shots. Oh, really? He looks like he's a bit you know, sort of like either he's a bit too forward in the frame, and it yeah. looks like he's been overlaid just over the rest been of it. Green screened in. Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose he's bit... not real. So there's a bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's a segment which is what you just wouldn't expect from a Sonic film is a bar fight in oh. which he basically hits someone over the head with a glass bottle. <laughs> but it's like that looks like it's just not connecting. It's got such a, a fake look mm, to it, right. which is where I wonder. Is that because of the short time that those artists had they to put that together? Because in the original design, he actually just ripped out the person's throat with his teeth. <laughs> so like, combat. Yeah. With a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> just get real grim with it. So yeah. Sonic is out this Friday. Yes. Which also or happens today, to be Valentine's, as far as what Valentine's Day. Yeah. Who's going to spend Ooh. their Valentine's Day taking their beloved to go and see it? Simon? No. Matthew? I mean, I'm going to be in Canada. Oh. Yeah. I say this, I'm here on the podcast, but I'm also in Canada. That's isn't how it weird how, yeah. how the world works? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, good, time. isn't it? <laughs> um, do you know what? Uh, well, my last month of my life feels like I've been in dreams. Not actual... I haven't been asleep. But, you know, <laughs> Clearly, because you well, don't get pregnant. enough sleep. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of dreams. <laughs> and I think the thing that there's the most of is Sonic homages. Really? There is a good... At least three dozen Sonic rip-off get, like, imitation games. I don't know if it's because it's a very simple game to try and make and how learn how you? to make games. You just have to create a character who can roll quickly. I mean, that's a big kick in the nuts. I'm sure Sega is Sonic, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> There's a reason why I think Little Big Planet and Dreams, a lot of the first games people make will be platformers, because they're a basic sort of game to I make. I understand that, but, um, you, sure. but you singled out Sonic yeah. specifically. Yeah. There's a lot of Sonics in that when game. When you say there's a lot of Sonic, is are they actual people like trying to make Sonic? Yeah, or, yeah, like with it's Hedgehog's not just like and... yeah, it's actual. It's called like Sonic, da da da, Sonic, da da da, Sonic. Yeah, it's not people going like Fast Hedgehog game two. <laughs> or, <laughs> I would play that. that yeah. good. <laughs> but the reason I'm talking about Dreams is because by the time you listen to this, my review will be live. If it's not, I'm worried because I've got it <laughs> well, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, should be it's done. Written. I've given it a nine out of ten. Hmm. Because it is an incredible thing. And that's it. It's a thing. It's and it's so the thing hard, that puts like, me off massively. It's so hard to explain, but I've tried. You're not a lot of I'm very clear on I this. I say at the end of my review, it's a cliche, but it truly is something you don't understand until you try it for yourself. I know. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. But I want people who are good at making games to make games. Yeah. And I'll do the other bit. I'll critique games, because that's what I'm good at doing. So you're not interested in playing the games inside Dreams? No. Why is that? Because they're not made by professionals. Apart, I'll play the two-hour campaign that's made, demonstrating yeah. all the good bits. It's a very Don't good campaign. Don't want to play anything else. No. Really? I, no. There's, well, you're missing out on a lot of good stuff. Really? Uh, if you don't know what I'm Dreams... Right, thanks. I feel like we've talked about Dreams the last month quite a bit. Um, we've released a lot of videos and previews and stuff. But if you don't, still don't know what it is... 
It is a it's sculpting a tool. tool. Yeah, it's a painting tool. It's a music tool. You can create pretty much anything you want and also play whatever you want because chances are someone will have made a version of something you're looking mm. for. Or you can just look at some art or a breakfast or something. It's a creativity bizarre. suite is it what is you're trying a, to say. Yeah, it is a... It's so much harder. It's so much easier to write down. <laughs> is, is it? it? Yeah, I find it much easier to Writing explain something just, when I write. Just written speech. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm much better when I write. Yeah, if I had it in front of me and just read it, uh, but then again, I'm bad at VO. So what am I good at anymore? <laughs> oh, who knows? Um, but I think it's an interesting concept. It's an incredible. I just think it's ridiculously ambitious, and it pulls off pretty much exactly what it's trying to do. And sure. It is a thing that it might not be for you, and that's fair enough. For I, some people, it's just completely not what they're into. Some people, this will be the best thing they've ever had. Well, I think that's it. I think for a core audience, they're going to love it, and they're going to sink a ton of hours into it, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that community will be rich and full of incredible stuff. But I think for Sony, it's a hard sell to try and get across that's the what thing. it is. and yeah. Because you don't get... Well, obviously, you get the whole suite of tools for your... 40 quid or however yeah. much it is but then you get the two hour campaign and yeah. then all of whatever else the community has created but yeah. like it's a ton like I in- enjoyed yeah. Little Bit Planet I never loved it I never really made anything I enjoyed playing levels and I en- that had a full like 8 to 10 hour campaign mm. so it's a different thing really but it is I don't it's a hard thing for Sony to market because it is such an odd thing and it says a lot that like they teased it seven years ago, they announced it properly five years ago, and people right. are still asking what is dreams exactly right. Which, and now it's out fully. Yeah, I know you're asking. Like, I'm surprised there's not like a free weekend. Maybe I won't be surprised sure in the will. in the near future they'll do a free weekend or something. Because it is, I think it's thirty five pounds a launch. It's not like you're just paying ten pounds to try something. Yeah, it's a full investment and. You really do need to try it. Like, for a lot of people, I can see why you'd look at it and go, that's not for me. I've no interest in... I'm not interested in art, or I'm not interested in... That's not why I don't everything's like art. I'm not interested in art, well, I'm not saying that's I you. Like I'm not it. saying it's... But it's such a hard thing to explain. But I just personally think it's incredible. Are there any microtransactions in it? Not at the moment, no. And I don't know. If, so Little Bit Planet had a lot of little packs, didn't it? Because that's I did like official like uncharted items. Like and looking stuff at like that. the extended life of this mm. thing, like if they it ever goes on plus, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. Well, like the how thi- do they get money? Because they've been making it for a long time. They'll. They said they have a consistent content plan in place. So I don't know what that entails. If it, mm. play, if it includes like paying for like master classes from the developers for like doing certain things in dreams like sculpting or something like that or if it's or if it is like official licensed and items like, stuff. like a horizon zero dawn that would be cool landscape pack mm-hmm. or something well, that's like. it if it's like right i want to make a first person shooter mm. here is all of the basic tools you need to do that well and you can go that's already in the game there's oh, already right. a first person shooter <laughs> template. it might be sort of like yeah. maybe they do the first person template that's in it's quite kid friendly isn't yeah, it yeah it's quite yeah it's but imagine basic if, stuff but if they had the sort of like the kill zone starter pack and it gives you like all the guns from kill zone and yeah. some basic assets and then you could start building mm-hmm. obviously you wouldn't necessarily build kill zone but you could build a more mature yeah. first person shooter and or there's like that. things that like i think the most exciting thing is the VR that will be coming soon to it. They haven't given it a date, but they say soon it's mm. coming. And that's the thing that makes it different, I think, being able to 
easily create games in VR because VR development is known to be pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. And being able to just create weird VR experiences by yourself in dreams, I think, is something that sets it... It's already a different thing to to everything else, but I think that's the extra step it needs. I think experiences is a good word to describe everything that I've seen so far. There's... Again, there may mm-hmm. well be full games out there. But there it's are all... those like two-hour action RPGs in there already and stuff like that. Are they actually good, though? Yeah, they're fun. I mean, you're not... If you're, like, you're not... It's hard. You're not going to give a... those individual games a 9 or a 10. But think... they're fun. If you just want to pop in dreams, you'll play something different every time and you'll have a good time. And even the janky stuff has a nice charm to it. Like, you're not finding games Do like you know that. What? It's just not for me. Like, yeah, well, I get, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that. I know, and I should just stop with my negativity. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the one thing I think we've been talking a lot about is I feel like because it's a hard thing to sell, you need to get it to, to people. Like, if the PS5 launched with Dreams or a version of yeah. Dreams on yeah. it yeah. that everyone could just try and play with, even if it's just the creation stuff or just the playing stuff so yeah my idea is like if you could launch the ps5 and on the dash when you first get it is what's it called that is the it the dream Dreamiverse? yeah so the Dreamiverse is where you find other people's it's their equivalent of youtube yeah i really like the idea of ps5 just shipping with that section and you can go on you know like all of these things that people are creating you're then playing them as if you'd be just watching youtube videos but it's just like oh that looks cool i'll play that for five minutes yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like then A, you've got extra added value on a PS5 because it's just like you don't even have to buy a game with PS5 to start before you can. And it's not like there's going to be a God of War yep. in that, but it's like something to play around with on a brand new console where you haven't had to do a £40 outlay as yeah, well yeah. on top is enough to get you through like week one of that console yeah. and being able to constantly dip in and see what that community is doing. And then if you start seeing that and going, well, I'd like to do that, then you pay for dreams and then you get involved. Like the community in that game is insane. Not only are they some of the nicest online people I've ever seen in my life, but the way they work together already, Mm -hmm. like there is almost like small game studios within dreams already. Like there's quite a prominent series is the Pig Detective series. I think they won Dream of the Year at the Impy Awards, which they held a few weeks ago. And I looked at, so for every creation, you can look at its genealogy, which shows you everything that is in that dream where it came from right and i looked at the like the full credits for that game and it's made by one person in collaboration closely with another so i think there's like two people leading it and then there's another like 200 people in the credits who have given either art or a bit of sound design or a right. bit of voiceover like you can it's just crowdfunded game development yeah, to but, a degree isn't it yeah, but not funded crowdsourced yeah, exactly like you can just like I've seen, like, I've loaded up some dreams and they're like, I think it was an action RPG or something, like a medieval RPG sort of game. And someone's designed this incredible set of characters. They look amazing. But they, like, put at the start of it, like, a little piece of text saying, if you are good at, like, combat animations, get in touch with me because I can't really do that. Right. And I need that for my game. Like, it's ridiculous how people are just coming together and making these ridiculous things. It's without any sort of game experience whatsoever yeah it's basically mm-hmm. teaching people how to make games which i i think is a nice thing to do it's the minecraft effect <laughs> yeah. right in terms of kind yeah, of like exactly. when minecraft first came out it was like this mad 
really cool survival sandbox where you could build a hut and you could hide from creepers and stuff like that then you look at minecraft two years later and like people are actually making computers in it and using Mm -hmm. redstone blocks to program things and make them work you know another year down the line you've literally got planet-sized factories that are automatically mining ore and turning them into things that their creators want that's why like if it can create a community like what dreams like what minecraft did i'm not necessarily interested in looking at dreams now but dreams four years down the line like people that have been working on the same project because obviously there's only one person generally making these things with help from other creators what if those people stick to it and work on something what a dream creation is going to look like in five six years yeah because if media molecule built their campaign in dreams which is certainly what i've seen of it is great like yeah especially towards the end of that two hours it there's things you're like how have they made this Mm -hmm. this?" like i always think most times when i load up a dream at some point i'll go how have they done this like because i'm i'm i've played around with all the tools but i'm a not very good at it and to be, I just don't have the vision that some people yeah. have. <laughs> I mean, but, you showed me the wipe. There was a wipeout sort of homage. Yeah, someone's basically made something that looks like wipe. Like, it looks exactly, and it plays. You think, oh, this is a wipeout remaster or something, right? Yeah. It's and it's like obviously that is helped because they've already got a game to base their ideas on. And obviously, is it just the one map? So far, yeah, it just has yeah. one track. Yeah. But it's like yeah. if if that is what they've been able to. Let's say they've been in early access since the beginning and that's what mm. they've created in early access i'm like well imagine what they can do if they stay with that game and yeah. they become yeah, a deep yeah. part yeah. I, i'd be really interested to know what they make in five years time yeah yeah and so it's that like it's something i want to keep an eye on rather than necessarily get involved with mm-hmm. now yeah. yeah so yeah if you're interested more read my review i'll be on site or watch it if you prefer audio visual listening means. to your voice yeah if you well you must like that because you're doing this and if you don't, I apologise, because I'm on here a lot. Uh, me and Joe also last week released a like 17-minute documentary basically about the journey of dreams, if you haven't watched that. It's how it became a simple sculpting tool all the way to effectively a social network for games. The so, YouTube of everything. The YouTube of everything, mm. which is a lovely little line. It's great, great. Mm. Little. And we can't stop making documentaries, because <laughs> Matthew... Yes, you've made one this week with Dale. With Dale, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to take all the credit. He's oh, actually no. physically crafted it. No. I did the interviews. Do you know what? Dale made it by himself. No. <laughs> you happen to ask some questions. I happen to ask some questions based What's on this one about. It's it's uh, as it's a complete non-surprise, isn't it? It's a Rainbow Six documentary. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> you, who'd have thought that we were into Rainbow Six? <laughs> um, so this is actually something that I've wanted to do for about two years now like i've really there was i think we all know that rainbow didn't start out all that great and had a turning point in 2017 and so like around 2018 it was like i really like to do a retrospective on that and it just never came to any sort of fruit you know fruition Mm. and but now you're somewhere that gives you that opportunity now somewhere that's got your your old employers were mean (laughs) horrible they wouldn't let me i also just i like to think i gave you the personal belief that you could do yeah is it Simon, the life coach. I know, yeah. right? He's been if good there's to anything me. I ooze, it's just well, real, like, a go-getting <laughs> go attitude yeah. and real, like, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah, with all of that attitude, feeling. <laughs> maybe I should get more sleep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. With all of that attitude, me and Dale went to Ubisoft a few months ago and got, like, the full story, and it yeah. was, like, 
we were sat down in interviews for like hours and hours. I think there must have been four hours of interview footage by the time we finished. And it's been great Why to... Why is this only 15 minutes long then? Pull your finger we, out. we got all the best bits, mate. <laughs> Editing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know a thing about that. It's what this podcast could do with it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so we've been able to tell like the whole story from like pre the... Like going back to Rainbow Six Patriots, basically, yes. this story does mm-hmm. uh, all the way up to... You know, beyond 2018, like in 2018, we knew that Rainbow was good, but it's just like it keeps going from strength to strength. So it's mm. got all the way up to 2020. It's, so it's, it's a, a big a journey. very good watch. Thank you. I would encourage anyone, even if you're not interested in Siege necessarily, just to see how you can turn around. Not a mess, cause it was, but something that was turning sharply into a mess. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we, we definitely made it in the idea of like, obviously me and Dale love Siege as everybody else on this team does, but we it's been made in the idea of to tell it as the story of like that game almost in development they were worried it was going to die because there was like uh, certainly the matchmaking was a big problem for them like if we can't get players into matches then how is this multiplayer game ever going to work well that's a very similar situation that bioware find themselves in with (laughs) i know right and have we all read the blog (laughs) i've read about it i've still not played a second of anthem okay i when it initially was teased, I was like, this looks interesting. I could be into this. Mm-hmm. It looks... I, I thought it would be a Destiny-like thing. But I've always, like... I know this is sacrilegious. And, like, the look of Destiny just does nothing for me. Yeah, and, like, the is. look of... Like, that sort of Space Marine stuff isn't yeah. for me. Whereas the look of Anthem, for some reason, I was more into. It's a bit more... It's definitely more fancy. Like, I think Destiny is definitely a science fantasy because it's got all the cloaks and the you know the the fancy eagles on the guns and stuff like that but it's definitely that's more of a winterfell look isn't it whereas anthem i think it was just more the low like jungle sort of yeah i enjoyed that sort of setting more but i still never play the second because when it launched everyone said "Ooh, this ain't good so i've not actually read the blog post so basically what's happening is is we all know now that anthem's been a disaster right no one plays it to the point that like they're not even updating it the christmas decorations are still up in anthem's hub that is that's how poor you know the situation is at the moment and i feel for them like i i have a lot of respect for bioware and i do feel for them but they put out a blog post saying you know what we know we know everything's bad so we're gonna do a real sort of big turnaround on it and the whole idea is is they're basically redesigning elements of the game i think it's brave but i'm surprised i thought they'd at this point just go let's cut our losses and move on to something we know people like (laughs) the problem i think they've got is like even though because i think i've not played a huge amount of anthem but i've played enough to know like what the combat's like and what the questing structure is i think the combat is really good yeah and the suits feel great and the world is beautiful the questing structure and the looting structure is absolute dog shit like it's so so bad but that seems it's a, like not a hard bit. Like, yeah, don't I, you? I know you don't just want to copy something like mm-hmm. Destiny, but don't you look at something like Destiny? And I know Destiny One at launch had its people didn't oh, yeah, love the way they did it, but but we're now Destiny's now two and a half games in, yeah, right? Yeah. And has sort of pretty much cracked that formula. Whereas, yeah, I'm surprised that Anthem didn't copy more because at the moment it feels like Destiny light and not right. done well, but. I think what they've got is that's obviously a game that cost a lot of money. Yeah. Like that that's not a cheap game. I remember the, the promo for that game it was on every bus, like every yeah. build like it was mm-hmm. they had it around the 
IMAX and like it was everywhere. Yeah, and like that original cinematic that they did for the E3 2017. That was the big. That was the big thing I remember from that E3. It was like that was the big surprise. Yeah, yeah. there's obviously just too much money been sunk into it to let it die. And the thing is, is is changing a questioning structure and a looting structure that fundamentally in inverted commas difficult to do? I know it's a big job. Yeah. But actually, if your combat and world are there, they're actually the mountains that you climb, the other stuff. We've seen, you know, Destiny change questing and the way that loot works without having to worry about its gunplay because its gunplay is is pretty much perfect. Like, at least the things that they've got are things that you can make arrangements to and and readjust. Whether it works, I don't know if anybody cares. That's the problem. They'll have to do a hell of a lot to get people back into that because even we talk about Siege, even at its lowest point, people were still playing it. Well, yeah, because people were looking at it and going like, I know that when I shoot people in the face, they don't necessarily die. I know that all the hit detection's wrong. Sometimes you can't get into a match and it felt slow as hell. But fundamentally, Siege introduced something that nobody had ever really seen in first-person shooters before. All of that destruction, all of the way that kind of like, you know, it's a 5v5-like Counter-Strike and it's like Counter-Strike that when you die, you die. But all of the bits they added in, like when you're dead, you're not actually out the game. You still use cameras and all of that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Anthem doesn't necessarily have like it's got the suits which are really cool yeah. but realistically you can jump really high in destiny and you've got cool <laughs> jumping the thing abilities I feel there. Like people that like destiny were excited about anthem they tried anthem they went well why do i carry on with this when i've got destiny i think yeah. the the only reason why you'd want to play anthem over destiny is knowing that you get a bioware story but yeah those yeah that's not who Bioware is anymore and I hate to have to keep hammering this point home but like so many of the people that worked on Mass Effect and Dragon yeah. Age just don't work at that company anymore and I know they got Casey Hudson back who's like such a big name at Bioware but this is fundamentally not the game it's not it's not Mass Effect with multiple people in it no. it's yeah. it is a, a MMO looter style thing give, give me a 10 to 12 hour campaign with those jetpacks oh yeah absolutely I'd love that Mm. But also, it's kind of like, that's not what it is. And it's like, you have to accept that you can't get a fully meaningful choice-driven no. story in an MMO. I think no. that's why you don't blame Square at all for delaying Avengers. Because you oh, no. don't... Although some games like Siege do bring it back, and Battlefront 2, they bring it back. Like, it's a big risk to launch a game like that. Yeah. That's I'm, not finished, basically. I'm amazed that they even put it out there in Anthem in the first place. Because Bioware's got such a reputation. And it's basically in tatters. Well, yeah. That and Andromeda just... Yeah, yeah, and row. the thing is, is Andromeda. Like, I stand by. I, I don't think Andromeda is all that bad. It's not as good as the original trilogy, sure. but it's not a terrible RPG at all. It's it's pretty good, but that shows just how much the bars held so high for yes, Bioware. Yeah. And if you can't hit that, and I can absolutely see, I I think Bioware probably out of their own choice said we'd like to make one of these. But you can also see EA being the other stick, going these games make money, like. They're, they're big deals for players. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like one of these of our own so that we can make money as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that that risk hasn't paid off. And like, I hope that they can pull it back with this. I'd really like to see Anthem be a success. I yeah. just don't know where. Just make it in Dreams. Make Anthem <laughs> in Dreams. That's really? the solution. Make everything in Dreams. Why now. don't you make Mass Effect 4 in Dreams? Why don't I do my job? <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Just an idea. Jesus. If you want to, if you want to pay me my full salary to make Mass Effect Four, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> You've got all this spare time. What spare time? What when you leave the office and uh, go to bed at I've one got, in the morning? I I went to bed at 
half twelve last night. Oh well, so, there you go. There you go. Um, I'm finally two episodes away from finishing Hannibal. So I've been watching this in installments over about three years now. <laughs> I keep stopping and starting, and I'm now only two episodes away from the end, so I can finally get it done, probably tonight. See, I've been catching up on Better Call Saul, oh. because the new season drops mm. in a week and a half. Yeah, it's like pretty soon. I only watched season one. I enjoyed it, but I just good. never carried uh, well, on. I'm pretty much the same. I stopped a couple of episodes into season two, but now I'm halfway through season four. Yeah, See, I think they're mm. all a lot better after season. I think season one's fine. Yeah. But I think two onwards is really good. I think yeah, because mm. you you go in with an expectation mm-hmm. after yeah. Breaking Bad, yeah. and it's not that. Mm-hmm. And you've got to once you come to terms with that, it's actually very good. I might, might get back to it one day. Do but it, Al. All I've got written down here is Al's mystery game. You've well, teased this to me. You've been playing no, something. No, uh, not technically playing. One of the reasons that I don't appear on the podcast very often is because I haven't got anything interesting to say. <laughs> That's but, the God's oh. honest truth, because I never go to the cinema. Yeah. Uh, I rarely get, to chance, uh, rarely get the chance to play the latest games. So why are you on this week? Because no one else is here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're forced to listen to the bullshit that I've got to talk about. So since January, I've been playing a game called Home Renovator 2020. <laughs> uh, and it's I a, have a feeling this is some sort of like real game what, it, what it, platforms this on it's, uh, it's all platforms all platforms because <laughs> this sounds like the most pc game i've ever heard uh, of and you're not a like, pc game it's like it's like no. definitely not it's PC. like real reality almost. right uh and it's a resource management game <laughs> yeah. where you have to plan yeah. uh and execute an extension on your house oh wow does it involve not having any water I haven't got there yet. One second. So it's going well, isn't it? First of all, you've you've got to find a builder, obviously. Yeah. But that has its own pitfalls because okay. some are reputable, some are expensive, and, and you've of, got yeah. a budget to work to. So you've got to find that middle ground of finding someone who's you, good, who's going to do what you want them to do, mm-hmm. but it's not going to break. The you don't bank. want a cowboy builder. You don't. No. No. I just thought of that amazing sequence in Red Dead Two. With that, I don't want to spoil it in case someone hasn't finished Red Dead Two. But there's a great little song when you're building oh. a house. <laughs> That happened to me when in the demo. What? Um, not not in Home Renovator, <laughs> but when Krupa and I uh, went to go and play at Rockstar, I mm. went and chatted to someone. And I'm talking about a different bit. Oh, are you? There we go. I'm okay. talking about a bit in the epilogue. Anyway, well, there you go. Back to Home Renovator yes, to, to real life. So another part of it is crisis management. Yeah, because if you spend a lot of money on a brand new boiler and it doesn't work, and you've got no ho- no hot water and two <laughs> kids, what do you do? What do you do, Simon? Tell me right um, now. You spend a lot of time at the local swimming pool. Well, actually, there's fuck all you can do, and yeah. that's the can whole not, point of it. Do you it. not just have an insurance hotline you can get through to? Well, there's a part. Are they bringing hot water? Like, the are they bringing a barrel of hot water? You're sitting there, and you know, you're hitting F5, waiting for the part to turn up, and it's not there. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like uh, And then you order a big steel to support the, the, the floor above. Yeah, it doesn't all, fucking fit sticking out of the roof because it's too long. What do you do, Simon? You but, saw it off. <laughs> all right I, can you tell i've never been involved in any sort of house building or <laughs> me neither yeah. uh, and then there's random events and this is actually a true life story yeah uh i'm actually talking about i'm having some work done on my house I'm gonna I stop think people this that, yeah. <laughs> the plumbers parked their van alongside our house oh no and then uh, my wife heard this scream from outside and they forgot <laughs> to put the handbrake on we live on a hill <laughs> And they'd got out, and then they just watched the car, their van, oh, roll down no. the hill and smash into a car halfway down the road. That's pr- did it, was anyone hurt? No. Okay, well, it's, fun, it's funny. It's funny then. But a literal fucking car crash. <laughs> and 
this is after the uh, hot water wasn't working. All these things that had gone wrong. Yeah. And then they crashed their car. <laughs> anyway, also you have to make never-ending decisions. Who knows what a trickle vent is? Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I had to Google yeah, it. Go, go in your windows. <laughs> exactly. Make sure moisture. Well, it's for our door. But I was like, mm-hmm. well, do you want a trickle vent or do you want to lose four mil off the top of your door? <laughs> Ooh, I, I said, fuck times the trickle vent, I want lots of glass. <laughs> yeah. You, you uh, shouldn't be denied it. And then the biggest kick in the nuts, endless microtransactions. Yeah. Just money going out left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the literal Kobayashi well, Maru from you're Star Trek. You about, cannot win. You spend about triple on tea bags, probably, for builders than you usually would. me. I have <laughs> never known anything like it. A dishwasher a day of just cups. What? what? I shit you not. <laughs> Who needs that much? But, uh, like, well, I so, have one cup of coffee a day, and that's Yeah, it. but so there's three of them on site most days, and they'll probably one an hour mm. to the point where if I'm working from home I go and hide upstairs because I'm like I, I had, don't <laughs> are they at the point this. where they make their own now uh, they well, do but they make um, well the kitchen's been redone we've, we've made a makeshift kitchen in the living okay. room which is a shitty old Ikea table mm-hmm. with uh, a microwave and a kettle on it oh. and then you just get dust and brick dust yeah, and shit all over that mm, mm. Like, don't do that how much longer do you think you'll be playing this Fuck game? knows, forever. <laughs> Honestly, it feels like there's no end in sight, Simon. Uh, you see, if and you... I really don't want any DLC to come afterwards either. <laughs> I want it to be, you know, I've paid my money for the game and experience. I want to finish it and then that's it. I'm going to walk away. Sounds quite similar to Anthem. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> a disaster. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they'll pull it around halfway yeah. through. Yeah. Hopefully, Operation Health will drop in at what, yeah. like halfway through the season. That should be you good should enough. have just played House Flipper. You I've know, never heard of that. It's just a game where you do up houses. I mean, you wouldn't have got a nice extension well, at the end it. of it. Like, but... Imagine me explaining this. So I thought about that with my wife. I yeah. thought about your idea, but I'm just going to play this game instead. Is that all right? They, uh, you joke about this, but uh, someone, John Beach at Dreams, he's the guy who made the realistic mm-hmm. breakfast. Not only did he, A, design his wedding in Dreams, mm. he's designed his friend's wedding cake, and he's currently in the process of designing his kitchen extension in Dreams. <laughs> So it's just got an architect to do it. It's much easier, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, the Sims make it look so easy. You just drop things in, it's done. Well, yeah. But then you it's get like, like creepy gnomes out. Honestly, real life is actually quite hard. It turns out it's very difficult. It's bullshit. You don't have to tell me that. And do you know what's also hard? What is it? <laughs> the endless search. Is it? Could have gone. Could have gone way easier. <laughs> Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it in the search? To carry on the theme of dreams of people taking other people's games and remixing them, adding their own content, I've got an email here from Mildred. He says in brackets, not a 19 year, not a 90 year old woman. Okay. So there we go. Is that what people assume? If you oh, hear I, Mil- I, I suppose you do hear. There's a yeah. big resurgence in kind of those kind of names coming back. Is there? See, yeah. I like, just think of Mildred Hobble from The Worst Witch, which was just Harry Potter before Harry Potter. So, schoolyard. Oh. There, there you go. Maybe it's her. <laughs> says, hey guys, long time listener here, and since you don't like praise, I'm going to say that you all disgust me and I hate Fridays. Obviously, that's a lie, but you made me do it. Let's make it clear. It's I was going to say, do we not like praise? Well, it's oh. only Joe. Joe. He oh. refuses to read any sort of praise of us out. Okay. Which sometimes I need that reinforcement. Do you? Yeah. You're a fragile petal. I really am. I want to say that I loved the perpetual pursuit last week. 
now two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Because it's the first game you've played where I got every single answer and it made me feel super smug. I had great fun shouting out the answers and basking in my own glory with no other witnesses but my rather bewildered dog. His name's Dexter. I'm secretly hoping you'll say his name to confuse him. Hello, Dexter. Hello, Dexter the dog. Hi, yeah. Dex. Who uh, got who got very the, familiar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Who got the best? Who got the loudest bark response? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, anyway, in a bid to keep this awesome game going, I've sent some suggestions for future clues. So that's what we've got here. Um, they're all films. So I just realised, Al, you won't know the rules exactly. of this game, I have and I'll, no brief, idea what you're I'll talking briefly, about. briefly explain it to you. I wasn't on the podcast where it was first okay. done, so maybe Matt's better explaining it. But basically, I've used. There's ten films here. I've used five of Mildred's and I've used five of mine because I just wanted to have a go as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, And basically, imagine there's a film title like The Dark Knight. Yes. And Dark and Knight have been put in... We're finding synonyms. We've gone to thesaurus.com. So you've changed Dark to Black and you've changed Night to... What would you change night to? Dusk. Soldier. <laughs> no, as in... Oh, as that night yeah. as in... Oh, night like as in... Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, they're all... The words have been changed to synonyms. That's the, the easiest way. The example that Black they had... Soldier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so the one... Get that, it. The example Understand. of the last Go. one was cool. Return of the King, wasn't it? Which was Sultan of the Arena. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you know what? This quiz I've, is my least favourite part of this really? podcast. <laughs> I enjoy the chat, but this just puts me on edge. Um, I Hopefully, these aren't too difficult. Okay. So I've tried something too difficult. And, and there's uh, ten of them. Is it, uh, there's no link or anything. You do we have to, to guess buzz them. in first? Or uh, is no it... buzzing, just if you think you have it, say it. Well, you haven't got any buzzers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, also, can I borrow your pen? You won't need it for this. Oh, no. <laughs> no what? Uh, okay, I'll just, I'll just remember who's winning. Oh, go on then. <laughs> That's my crutch. Okay, so number one. We're going with Mildred's five first, then it's okay. my five. Okay, number one. Contaminated cavorting. Dirty Dancing. Oh, <laughs> quick in there. This in Oh, me. That's one nil. That which bring about within the gloom. What? There that, will be no. That which we that which we bring about within the gloom. What we do in the shadows? Oh, that's it is. What I was going to yeah. say something in the dark. Oh, it is two nil. Good God. These are easier than the last set. Okay, definitely. At least so far. Aristocrats of Peril. Ooh, some thinking going on. Some faces. Aristocrats of Peril. Lords of Chaos. No, but that's a very good. That's oh. a very good. It's, you know, do you know what? That could have been. That could have been the clue for this. Right. <laughs> Great. Uh, Aristocrats of Peril. Kings of something. Well, is it kings it? of terror. No, you're, 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 you're both obviously along, along the right lines okay. there. Don't know. No, not a clue. It was Dukes of Hazard. Oh. Oh. So that was a good I one. I would never have got no. that. Yeah, that was a good one. The Wacky Educator. The Wacky the Mad Educator. Professor. No. <laughs> Bad teacher? No. <laughs> it's not the bad professor. It's not the... What did you say? Bad teacher. It's not that. The nutty no. professor? It is oh, the nutty professor. <laughs> oh, I'm God so sorry. Damn it. it is free now, Tom, out there. <laughs> no, I felt sorry for you there. 
I was trying to tell you with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> tell me a bit harder with your eyes next yeah, time. Mate, I'm not, oh, God. And the last of Mildred's five. Yes. Outsider against Hunter. Outsider against Hunter. Yeah. I'm guessing it's something Alien versus, versus Predator. It is there Alien versus Predator. I like. I think that's a very good clue. I think that's my favourite of them all. Here are my five, which are probably a lot worse. <laughs> Mush yarn. Sorry? <laughs> Mush yarn. Um. Mush. Mush. Yarn. Mush. Not yarn as in string. The other type of oh. yarn. Oh, like telling ah. a yarn. Mush yarn. Like, yeah, something string. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story. No. And there's something story though, right? No. No. <laughs> what? Something tail. No. Uh, mush yarn. <laughs> you can't just keep saying mush I'm yarn. I'm going to keep saying <laughs> mush yarn. Fucking mush freak. yarn. Slime story. No, it's not story. <laughs> no. It's not tail. But I... It's Pulp Fiction. Oh. Oh. Yeah, all right. These the, are all off the IMDb, aren't they? That's wow, the only it's my I've easiest got. way to look. Yeah. The Pain Closet. The Hurt Locker? Yeah. There we, there we go. I'm putting an easier one. Genuine Passion. Bit of genuine passion. That just sounds like an erotica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your favourite films? That's my, yeah. You haven't seen my top hundred <laughs> erotic. <is that> <laughs> uh, it's four one to map, by the way. So yeah. you need all three of these last ones to tie up. Well, uh, the clue is the synonyms for genuine passion. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. I don't know what gets wrong. It's a nineties film. Mm. I think so it's a cult cult classic, right? This is a lot of dead air. True Don't. romance. It's true there romance. We there we go. Oh. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. Now needs both to tie up. Entire alloy coat. What? Full metal jacket. Yes. <laughs> He's Here in. We go. He might equalise. All three with the last one. Are we ready? It's one word. Sycophant. It's a good word, sycophant. Yeah, isn't it? it's a great word. Just, it's not like the sycophant. Or it's just it's sycophant. sycophant. Mm. Oh, it's a test of the vocab sometimes. This mm. game, isn't it? Can I just Google it? <laughs> no, no. Sycophant. I'll give a clue in a bit. When, or, when's or, a bit? Now. We're just, we're just <laughs> taking away. Just, just wasting people's on. airwaves. Okay, it, it's, it's very current. Very current. Parasite. Yes. Ah. Parasite. Parasite. There we, go. there we go. I wish I had a tiebreaker. Maybe I'll just make oh. one up on the spot. Oh. Uh, space Battle. Star Wars. Wars. There we go, you both win. <laughs> uh, space Journey. Uh, 
in Star Spelling. Trek. There oh. we go. There we go. Well done. <laughs> Matt wins. There we go. Good God. <laughs> what a thriller. Should we have some feedback? Go on. Go on. Al, what you got? Uh, I've got an email from John Hamilton Matala. I think that's how you pronounce his name, saying, uh, the weirdest dream I had recently was Daniel Kerper. I think he means Cooper. And I was setting up a player piano in my neighbour's back garden during a storm. <laughs> As you do. We wanted to scare them with spooky music during the storm. And that is Kerper, something that Cooper would do. Really? Yes. I don't think he would. Scare the neighbours with spooky music. <laughs> He's he done that all, he does that all the time. sit out in the garden and play the piano. <laughs> you could make this in dreams, that's the sort of thing. I mean, the original teaser was like a mad polar bear playing the piano. So. Anyway, uh, Krupa gets, kept on getting annoyed by people that weren't really fans of jazz, but they said they were. <laughs> How what dare kind they? What fucking dream is that? <laughs> that's an odd one. Because that's it. That's There's it. nothing else. Um, uh, anyway, he says, can you give a shout out to the admins of the... Uh, Duck Hunter Facebook group because they've now been doing a great job listening to their shit for six whole years. Can do. Uh, Jamie Martin, uh, Peter Gorbert. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know who the other admins are. All doing a good job. All doing a good job. Uh, and they asked if we can change our name to the IGN EU podcast so foreigners are allowed to listen to it. Well, that's, I think that's how it works. I listen Johnson. to things from America. Do you? And I'm not American. You watch American football. I do. I know. So continental. What next? I'll be watching hockey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What you got, Matt? You want me to go? Right. From Robert Lawton. First, guys, I love the podcast. He loves the podcast. He doesn't just like it. He loves loves it. Good good taste. We might might force that down. We can make the podcast in (laughs) dreams. Just us doing a podcast. Just have little puppets. Are you trying to stealth bring back the video podcast? No, no. It's no. too, too much no, effort, mate. Not my face. It'd be <laughs> like, a, I don't know, a penguin would be me or something. Really? Yeah. Is that your spirit animal? No, I think I'm like a big like brown bear. <laughs> <laughs> big brown bear? Like, like, yeah, just big, big cuddly brown bear. That's me. What's your spirit what? animal, Matt? Or your Patronus, if you're it's so inclined? almost certainly a cat. Is it? Yeah. Just like a, not a wild one, just a house no, cat. No, it's definitely something like a, like a British blue, or maybe even a ragdoll cat, because they just fall over right. and just loll about. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you'd be, Al. I could see you as an owl. Really? Why? Yeah. I can turn my head 180 degrees. <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very, very wise. Big fucking eyes. <laughs> and it's only active at night. Have you seen how owls run? What? <laughs> Owls they run, run in a really w- weird way. I'd like, do you know it's that classic thing when you uh, on Facebook you get these ridiculous yeah, videos? Yeah. Mm. I saw a video of an owl running. And you should scope it out. I They're, don't know why they'd want to run. Just fly. <laughs> well, I think the distance wasn't far I enough see. to fly. Your wings might ache. But they obviously <laughs> wanted to get to whatever yeah. was underneath the camera. Anyway, Google owls running. Cool. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> back to back to Mr. Lawson. <laughs> Who, uh, after saying he loves the podcast, says, even when you're not talking games, you remain respectably entertaining. Which, is that a backhanded compliment? It's like, Don't know. we only think you know about games, but you give no. it a good go when you're talking about else. There's a lot of things I know more about than games. <laughs> like what? Football. You yeah, are quite a good game. at the it football. Is a, it is a game. Also, we really. don't talk about football, do we? No, we have another thing for that. <laughs> for now. Anyway, second, to hell with whomever it was that bought up monograms. During the, your end of year episode, who would that have been? 
God knows. Monograms. I, I didn't talk about no. monograms. That sounds like a, only Joe's bringing up monograms. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a Scrabbles thing, isn't yeah. it? I decided to try them on a whim, and now I can't stop. I don't know that I enjoy them, but I feel oddly driven to fill in that 400 square grid to try and get a tiny piece of a part of a larger picture over and over and over. So, thanks. Are they kind of like pit crosses? Like, uh, is a monogram like a is massive pit Is it a pit nonogram? Cross? Oh. A nonogram is a different name for a pit cross, isn't is it? Is it? Maybe I it's think that so. then. It's all coming to about monocles. <laughs> I thought it was about Professor McGonagall. No. Did you really? Yeah. Can't stop trying McGonagall. So I still, I still don't really know what Pete Cross is. I watch really? you, yeah, you two playing it all it's the time. Very, I have no idea. It's, it's a very simple thing. Uh, uh, one I'll, day you know I'll what? figure it out. I'll sit you down for 10 seconds, you'll understand. I uh, see, right. It's like Jesse not understanding how Tetris works. Oh, I get Tetris. Tetris is old as time. Yeah. Has he said that? Yeah. yeah. We're throwing him under the bus here, aren't we? I think he said it on the podcast. Was it, it on the podcast? Yeah, so it? it's not like it's not new information if you've listened to this podcast. Like the one thing you've got to do is not make a fool of yourself when you're on recording. I just I, I fail. <laughs> Never failed about Tetris though, did you? No, I'm good at Tetris. Anyway, now anyway. the real question. <laughs> yes. Ah. So Robert is a teacher and a dad of three. Oh. I mentioned this. He's be- been busy. Get mm. dreams. <laughs> I mention this because I have a lot of conversations with kids about games and talk about what and how they play. While I love to brag about the latest achievement I get, none of these kids really seem to care. They really play the game just to have fun, which seems wrong somehow. My <laughs> kids don't even care if they're on their profile. Blasphemy. Wow. So what do you think? Are these fake medals something that the younger generation are actually going to care about? How much is the next-gen consumer going to be driven mm. by what may be an outdated concept, like how people used to care about putting their initials or vulgarity in arcade machines? I guess that's, that's when you get your high score, yeah, right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks, guys. From Robert in New York. Does there he we go. say how old the kids are that he teaches? or is? Um, he doesn't know. They're old I, enough to talk to games about, so... I guess, yeah, sort of, maybe middle span, school or high school. I yeah. do feel like... I mean, if you talk to Dale, you'll get a different answer, but I feel like people's interest th- in trophies peaked a few years ago. Yeah, it felt like a last-generation thing as opposed yeah. to... Like, mm-hmm. I honestly could not give a hoot I don't something go for them anymore. I no. got the Spider-Man one, because everyone seemed, for some reason, to decide to get the Spider-Man one. Yeah. Uh, I have, like... 15 to 20 platinums i used to try and get some like back especially about when i was uni you'd have whole days where you just put netflix on and like half play a game to get a platinum trophy like but i just don't really have the time to play a game for 80 hours straight no and also like for me it's getting you're playing a game and losing the enjoyment just because you're trying to get something that's just not fun the one i do like i actually recently started playing lego force awakens again because the lego games are really good for getting a vaguely easy platinum and they're quite fun but, to collect everything anyway what does that prove do you want a little badge that you can wear around the office <laughs> Just, I got another platinum because <laughs> that's what Dale does effectively <laughs> do you remember when he got that little fucking thing sent in from PlayStation with mm. all these little achievements no, it's I, like what the fuck I is that I kind of do it like a play football manager it's something to enjoy while I'm half watching something so like the Lego games are good because you don't need to listen to them whatsoever while collecting yeah. things the same with like any open world game really you could just silently go around and collect everything yeah and i feel well, like people used to do that in like the old mario games and donkey kong and all those so like. i did a lot of that on spider-man mm-hmm. but then it would be that thing it was like oh you've just done that oh now you've got to go and do that and i was just like oh come off it i felt like i was just <laughs> getting to the end of that i've got all your rucksacks i've done yeah. all the crimes i've done all the blooming locations but you didn't to... find the secret location that's the that's the oh. kicker one is the secret yeah, I, I, I got a fair way through and I just gave up I don't know yeah I don't know if 
I don't I don't talk to many kids and I don't know if Good. they're into achievements. I think it's sort of, it might be telling because Nintendo obviously focus a lot more on a younger generation. Yeah. yeah. Like the Switch doesn't have any of that. And I feel like Nintendo are very much a company that's focused around like what's actually fun. Yeah. And sort of like our trophy, because I've only, I've got one platinum trophy, which is Spider-Man because it's dead easy to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. And that was a case of, I got that like at Christmas where it was like, I've got a dozen other things I need to do at Christmas. I need to fulfill family obligations and that. This is actually quite a good thing to just dip in just do some repetitive stuff to get yeah. the next sort of trophy. The dreams list is very attainable. If anyone's in for a, a plat, that one looks quite easy to yeah. do. Yeah, a lot of time. Like when it makes you play parts of the game that you wouldn't normally play, or play yeah. makes you play it in a way that you wouldn't normally play, it's like not See, interested. I'm sort of the opposite on that. That I I don't mind trophies that actually sort of give me ideas on how to do something differently, right. like. If especially if I'm playing something as like Spider Man's quite a big game. Yeah. Like sometimes it is nice to have and I don't think Spider Man actually does this, but it's nice to get a trophy that's just like, Hey, if you play it this way, you'll get something. You play it that way and you go, Actually that was really cool and I would never have thought of doing that yeah. if I hadn't chased a trophy. There are But I feel like the yeah. game should maybe try and naturally do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I I really don't give a shit about the amount of trophy and they don't do it so much anymore, but trophies for just finishing a level in a campaign yeah. I was like I don't need a pat on a back no. for playing the game no. No. well Telltale the one you get a platinum just for finishing a Telltale yeah. game which is really I mean there are a simple. couple that you don't because they added collectibles yeah. in don't they but um, there are a couple of games like I feel I'm cheating on them I've played them so much I haven't got platinum like Siege I'm only two trophies away from the platinum I've played that but about 600 hours and but, I could easily get them if I just wanted to but that's the other thing on it. like one of the trophies I'm missing is uh, win a rank match with all the original operators mm-hmm. I don't know where I am in that trophy so and I, I don't had that for, it just restart. popped for me one day like it glitched me that one I mean like, one of them is achieve gold rank which if you're stuck in bronze is hard to get out of yeah. like the two I haven't got is I've still not killed someone for breach charge but that's mainly because I don't use breach charges mm-hmm. I'll say I'm a breach charge boy we, so yeah, but yeah, I may play Ash or Hibana and I kind of have abilities to do that so I don't really yeah but um, well that Ash's breach charge counts for that surely because I no it has to be the deploy the actual really? deploy yeah but also charge. Ash can take a breach charge you, you can, can just swap out but that's the thing we always play ranked and mm-hmm. I don't want to be hunting trophies and not play, like not trying to win when we're playing ranked yeah. so, so the easy thing to do is if you play someone that's got a breach charge with them yeah. and you get the last kill of the round rather than killing them if you can down them yeah. I just put a breach charge on the floor next to them and blow it up yeah that's what I'll, I might play some quick quick matches mm-hmm. and just play secure area down yeah. someone in there and then mm-hmm. breach charge them that's my well, deal that's it. and I need the nitrous I can't remember I'm rubbish with nitrous if the operator uh, trophy was always ranked but no, I'm yeah. the same as you I don't want to go and play Tachanka mm-hmm. on the off chance we might win that round mm. is it ranked or unranked I, I think, think it's, it's ranked is it ranked yeah. I think you can do yeah. ranked or unranked oh maybe I'm wrong oh well, well they so, it? Like, I looked mm. recently yeah. and then I was just like ah never can do there's it there's the Overwatch one I've only got like 60-70% and I've played that game nearly a thousand hours so but you have to be really good with all the characters also they made it a lot harder yes. like in some of the early um, mm. when, when it first started like killing three people with um, junk rats, Riptide, for example, yeah. was super easy. And yeah. now people are wise. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some that are just, yeah, require a lot. It requires your team to not be very good and the other team to be like, there's a lot of factors. But yeah, yeah. trophies, I don't hunt them anymore. Nah. There was something I do. When Dale I should time. just grow up and stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe if Dale's on next week, he can tell us why trophies are the best thing in the world. 
I've got one more piece of feedback. And it's a follow-on from last week. It's from Joshua Piggott-Smith, who... Was it last week or the week before? I've forgotten. I'm sorry. Who told us he was the one who kicked off the cinema bad experience yeah. story with the humming during 1917 that made it vague it? unwatchable we've got an update Ooh. just to keep you posted on my terrible run of film experiences <laughs> ruined by forces beyond my control I drove all the way to the cinema in hurricane force winds after my girlfriend convinced me to watch Birds of Prey today mm. things were sending over the weekend during yeah, the so storm, storm yeah. Yeah. only to get there and find out it was closed because Ciara literally blew the windows out I've decided to just stick with Sky Cinema instead from now on that. exactly yeah, that's what I do. Mm. Watch it out. That storm. Let's really talk about the storm. The mm. most British thing. Let's talk about the weather. It's a big <laughs> storm, that, wasn't it? I thought there was water pouring in through my back door. Oh, that must have been a nightmare for you. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> that, I thought that would be in the. Is that a natural event in the game? Does that recur or is that just a random thing? It's only thing? happened once, exactly. It's a random event along yeah. the car crash, yeah. yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, amazing. I didn't fare much because, as as was described last week on the podcast, I was going back home to see my mother because she's sixty, mm. and I couldn't get back, could I? I had to have a you were, weird morning yeah, you, of you working a on a train. On Monday, which... Oh well, I was working, but in the <laughs> odd confines of a train carriage, trying to do it on a phone. I think you had mm. a few too many sherries at your mum's party. I checked those trains. It said all on time. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Uh, no. If you've got anything to say to us, then let us know at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. There you go. What sort of should we set a task, some homework? What do we want? Oh, my God. Uh, Home renovation stories. No, no. You, you don't want that. You don't want that. Like, look, we're talking about dreams. What, yeah. is, what is the one dream you would like to make in that game and Simon will make it for you? No, no, no. no that's <laughs> not happening. Why? No. Or if you get dreams over the weekend, just... What, what's the first thing you did in dreams also I just want dreams feedback or your That's weirdest dream I've been like I've been feel like I'm haunted by dreams like I was watching TV the other day and just like it just pinged in my brain that there was just an advert for dreams the bed store and it was just like <laughs> shouting dreams at me like dreams dreams I think dreams. you need to stop playing that game yeah oh my well, god I can now mm. right. good Thanks well, for listening, everyone. No, thank you very much. Yeah, it was a good time, I think. And uh, I'm sure I'll be rolled out again in about three months. <laughs> yeah. So see you in May. You can come back on when your house is done. Oh, it's never <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.